This week we're talking about those kind of movies. They may not be worthy of an Oscar, but they're worthy of your attention. You just want to check your brain at the door, crash on the couch, and laugh your butt off, or scream, yell, cheer, just have a grand old time. They're the tent poles, usually of the summer season. They're the popcorn movies, and they're next on FC3's Monkey Business. From Rochester, home of the fewest sick people in America, the sun, wow is it hot, and a melty. where are my Amazon boxes? Someone took them. I want to know. It's FC3's Monkey Business, your one-stop shop for everything geeky, starring me, Billy Vittori, Tanya Metris, our president and chief, Dan Carmen, and our host, Chris Frank. Now, in phase four. Hi, Chris. Hey, Billy. <laughs> so somebody's ganking your Amazon? Uh, there's a couple things that I've been waiting for, and I thought last night, well, actually it was about 2 in the morning, where I go, I wonder where my Amazon boxes are, and I checked, and they were delivered Monday, and Interesting. I don't know where they are, and Susan thinks maybe she brought them in and misplaced them, but I don't think so. Do you have like a side door as well as a front and a back door? Uh, we have a front, a back, and a side, but the side doesn't have like a... Uh, a, a storm door of any sort. It's just because here's what happened to us a couple of weeks back is Jules and I were both expecting packages at roughly the same time, and then they were listed as delivered, but we're like, where the hell are they? We never thought to look at the side door of the house because it's kind of out of the way, comparatively speaking. And a couple of weeks later, after we had like filed reports and we're like, look, we didn't get our stuff, we were insistent because it was not the front door, not the back door. Her boyfriend, uh, checks out the middle that he's going out the middle door because he's pulling something out of the basement for me and sure enough there's all of our freaking packages wedged in <laughs> the screen door and the and the main uh, the side door well, like, um okay so. <laughs> now once i thought about it last night i got obsessed and walked out to every door around the house and figured you know like what was it wednesday when we had the Rain. hurricane mm-hmm. uh rainstorm so they wouldn't would have sucked anyway but i didn't find them now, um, do you get an email saying that your package has been delivered with a picture? Because the last no. couple, I the last couple things that I've gotten delivered, like I had a package delivered on Thursday night at eight eighteen, because that's the um, squire, our friend squire had just walked into the house, and I had just got an email from the Amazon thing saying that my package had been delivered, and I got a picture of where exactly it was. See, I think that because these were both from third-party sellers, and they probably just sent them via UPS or FedEx or whatever. Oh, okay. Because I don't know. Because anything that I've ordered from Amazon, whether it's a yeah. third-party or not, I've gotten pictures. This is the first time this has happened, and I there's nothing on. I I don't think I got an email. I didn't see one, and on the Amazon uh, account thing. I don't believe there's a picture. I looked and didn't see. Yeah, I get I get mine in my email. Yeah. I've never gotten pictures. I used to get texts whenever it's delivered. I don't get those anymore. I don't get anything anymore. No, Amazon's been a bit weird lately. I mean, I've I've I have Prime, so I get the two day delivery, and two day delivery these days means somewhere anywhere from five to nine days. I've noticed. It depends uh, on the product, yeah. you know. And it's it's first world problems. I'm not really complaining too too much. At least I've been getting my stuff. Aside from that anecdote at the top of the the discussion, but it's I got to imagine that they are just as affected as as everybody else by all the the screwiness that's been going on. You know, the, fun, the mm-hmm. funny thing is, uh, 
was it late last week? I, I bought something off of eBay from mm-hmm. uh, Jane Silent Bob's Secret Stash from their okay. eBay page. They had a book I've been looking for forever. Oh, good. I get to get my book and support Kevin hmm. Smith's comic book shop. There you go. And within, I had it via FedEx within two days. I I wasn't expecting it for like a week to what, I, and it was packaged better than I've ever had anything packaged. So, hmm. if I go to my Amazon app, I can see my I can see my packages. I don't I never did that before. Hmm. If I go in go in my orders and I sort of track my package, I can show pictures of them. Mm-hmm. Huh. Yeah, I, mean, I just went and pulled up my email. I still have my email from Thursday night. And it has a nice picture of the box sitting on my front front step in uh, on the ramp. I see the green chair with the pillows that is outside the that ramp. So no, I'll I don't have get to emails, but I get but I can see it in the app, the app when I track my package. Hmm. Nice. Everyone learned something new today. I I just want to interject in this Amazon conversation real quick. It is quarter to 10 in the morning on a lovely Sunday. And my daughter is not only out of bed, she's dressed and she's ready to actually do something like a planned event. Is she okay? Okay. Feel her forehead. Is she running a fever? She's she's laughing at me right now. She's like, why are you bringing attention to this? It's supposed to be 100 degrees today. Is she going to walk on 490 and protest? Or no, she's not going to walk on 490. She's getting together with some friends that she hasn't seen in a while. Uh, <laughs> I love you, Pippin. I love you. <laughs> I love you too, yeah. <laughs> she's like, stop, Dad. Yeah, and she immediately went back in her room. <laughs> she's like, about face. Yeah. See, I, I keep reminding her that part of the perks of being a father is the fact that I get to embarrass my children for a long, long time to come. And she's like, well, one of these days we're going to, you know, you're going to pass away and that and we're going to be, you know, it's going to be peaceful after that. I said, oh, no, I'll leave Easter eggs. <laughs> I'm going to leave time bombs. I'm going to have a lawyer bring you a package like five years after I'm gone. It's going to be me doing TikTok now, video. Now, Christopher, they can take your nursing home. Um, yeah, they can, they can have some, you know, they can try. <laughs> Depends how well planned you are. You got to plan it all out ahead of yeah, time. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Definitely plan it out now. Yeah. Just in case, if this happens, do this. Right. So, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's fun. Like, you know, she's her first day of middle school back when she, her very first day at Aquinas in, in seventh grade, you know, several years ago now, and, uh, I'm driving her to, to school and cause I'm showing her where everything is and whatnot at being alumni of the same building. And, uh, and as we're pulling into the parking lot, she says something to the effect of, of now, now dad, I just don't be that guy. Right. Can I just get out of the car and go to school? <laughs> like, yeah, no problem. No, honey. No, I wouldn't do that to you. No, I, I don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. It's AQ's serious business. You know, you want to, you know, you want to take it seriously. So she mm-hmm. gets out, she goes, I love you, dad. Congre-, you know, I'm like, good luck, Pip. She gets out of the car. She starts moving, to, you know, goes around the front of the car, starts heading to the door. And I immediately roll down the window. Bye baby. I love, I'm so proud of you. Oh, you, and her, you can see her head was like, up above her shoulder, and then suddenly it sank down below her shoulders. She had to have known that was going to happen. I mean, come oh, on. I know. In her heart of hearts, she knows who her father is. And I keep telling her, I said, you know, if you had anybody else for a dad, you'd be bored off your ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, geez. Anyway. 
So that's that. How's everybody's week been? This has been a weird week. I mean, it's it's been hot, that's for sure. But you not had as a hell of a week. I don't want to talk about my week. My, no, I, I, I'm hoping I, that this coming upcoming week is a little better for you. No, karma doesn't balance for me like that. Um, but my car died Tuesday, my first day back to work after a, like a 12, 13 day vacation. I get to work and my car dies like within a half an hour. And so I get it towed to, it, it looks like the alternator again. Okay, great. Um, you know, it happened. I, I have it towed to the garage that replaced the alternator about a year and a half ago. And the guy even recognized me. He's like, you're back? Tell me it's not the alternator. I'm like, really? That's That was like a year and a half ago. And you remember that? I'm like, no, that's <laughs> that's kind of, that's quality service right there for starters. And and that shows... But the they guy, love their cars. If they're working yeah. in a the garage, they love their cars. So, that's yeah. true. Yeah. Um, and the tall people that come in. Yes. yes. I, I'm noticeable, I suppose. Um, but I found out over the course... Because I still don't have the car back. Oh. I still in the garage almost a week later at this point because what happened is they 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 fixed the radiator they fixed the alternator they replaced it they found out it was an oil leak one of the big valves was leaking and the oil got into the alternator the alternator died okay get it um so then they have to turn around and fix the valve or else i'm they offered they didn't automatically do it but they're like look this is going to happen again oil will leak into the alternator it will blow again probably within six to twelve months i'm like oh jesus fix the valve well the alternator was 500 the valve was another 400 on top of that and then they got everything all fixed up thursday afternoon i get the call well there's still something wrong it's not keeping a charge. It's not moving. I'm like, okay, what happened? He goes, well, when the alternator blew, it took this fuse box that's on the throttle body. And I'm like, hmm. okay. And he goes, well, we don't have access to the part. It's not a common one. And we having it shipped in from Pennsylvania. And I'm like, okay. He goes, well, hopefully it'll be done Friday afternoon. All right, great. How much is that going to run me? He goes, don't worry about it. He goes, you've been through some shit with this car already. We'll take care of it from here. And I'm like, you're awesome. And, hmm. um, so that was, I was very appreciative. Okay. These, these guys have been amazing. I mean, I, I, any problem I have with this entire situation does not involve the Sunoco on Ridgeway and Long Pond. And that's a free plug because these guys were, they've just been badass. They've been taking care of things and they've been very upfront about everything. It's just the situation and this cursed car. So, the car from so, hell. so get, yeah, Christine. Uh, so get this. Oh yeah. There's a Christine story there. Anyway. Um, uh, so get this. By, by 3 o'clock Friday afternoon, I have not received a phone call from the garage saying the car is ready because the, the part was supposed to have arrived Friday morning. They overnighted it just to make sure that things were going quickly. So I finally, I, I give it in and I call. And he's like, yeah, the guy never showed up. Okay. The driver apparently went in the wrong direction. Instead of a delivery to Rochester, he decided that the delivery was somewhere in North Carolina. Oops. <laughs> okay. And I'm like, and he goes, well, it's been corrected and he's on his way back up or the, the, the item is being shipped on its way up to, it shows, we should get it probably over the weekend. I'm like, you guys don't work on the weekend, do you? He's like, no. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, yeah. And, and for this entire week, my daughter, God bless her, she's allowed me to use her car, but her car has problems of its own. It's this 2002 Buick, right? But her, her driver's seat is jammed in its current position. Now, I'm 6'5", but my daughter is 5'3". <laughs> so imagine having to climb into this, like, mercury capsule every time I get out of the car. Oh, oh it's been a tough week. So, I mean, again, first world problems overall, but holy crap, what a week. Mm -hmm. so. 
That car is, but you, it's got some amazing problems there. I've said. I I have done the math. I've done the math. I have now spent as much in maintenance and repairs on the vehicle as I did purchasing it. Yeah. All right. And then then the inevitable question arises: People are like, "Well, why don't you just replace the car?" When you're living paycheck to paycheck, that's not a possibility, right? Because can I take? Can I first every time I have surplus money that I could just knock off on a on a Craigslist special? okay, something else happens and I have to spend that money elsewhere. I also, I'm dollar for dollar, right? So another monthly payment of 150, 200 bucks a month for a cheap used car. I can't afford that. I can't do that, you know? So it's like, oh, no, I'm I'm, I'm stuck here for a little while longer yet. You know, it happens. Oh, well, you know, it's just that you gotta look in the, the grand scheme of things. Oh, well. And, and there's a comet passing by our planet right now that stops by every 6,800 years. Do you think it gives a rat's ass about my Murano? No, it doesn't. So that's the perspective <laughs> of it. It's just going about its path. It's doing its thing, you know? And uh, it's just, you know, it's an inconvenience, but you move on. So tough week, but hopefully next week we'll balance it out a little bit. Hopefully. Yeah. In a good, in a good way. <laughs> you know, I'm amazed at how these opening segments have become kind of a therapy session for me over the past few episodes. Has anybody else noticed that, or is that just me? You've needed it. You've definitely <laughs> seriously definitely talking it. talking to you, my friends and family, and the and the the people who are listening. It also friends and family. You know, it's just that's that's how I get it out. You know, so I appreciate everybody putting up with me over the the past few episodes. So I actually did get some feedback over the uh the situation that i talked about a couple of weeks ago where that that lady came after me over oh. the uh, the transgender con- uh, conversation i did we get a couple of private messages 20 minute and, therapy session yeah i did get a couple private messages on facebook and um and mostly complimentary most like yeah we we get it we understand and one guy was like look i don't agree with some of the things you said but i understand that you're trying he goes so i respect that you want to to get it um, you know, but obviously you're not, you're not where I want, would like you to be. And you're probably not going to be where I like you to be, but you at least want to be, he goes, so that's kind of cool. I'll, I'll go with that. I'm like, you know, Hey, that's, that's all I, if you can recognize that I want to, to be an ally, I want to be part of the solution. I, and I'm trying, I'm not always going to get it right, but I'm going to try then. We're never going to be, you, you can never be where somebody else wants you to be. Exactly. In, in any that's situation, that's in any situation <laughs> in life, you know, but do you have that? Yeah. I mean, the, the, the fact that you're trying and, and you, yeah, you know, that should count for something understand. in somebody's book. It should count for most things because you know? again, you don't, you can never live in somebody else's shoes. Mm-hmm. You know, you never know what they, what they, that's, that's a big problem. That's actually a small problem. I'm sorry. Um, You know, you can, you can never know what they've gone through in life. You can never know, but you can, you know, try to listen. You can try to understand. And and that should be all that anybody ever expects of anybody else. Yep. Is you're trying to listen, trying to understand. You're never going to be on the exact same page as anybody else. And that's why he's the president and I'm not. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. Because. Yes. You're so far away, I can't hear you very well. Really? I got the microphone right up to my face. Yeah, you are very quiet today, Billy. Oh. Let me see. I wonder if there's something in my microphone setting that... I don't know. You just I, it, it, I thought it was just me. Did that help? I plugged it in more. No? <laughs> it's, a little, it's a little better, but you are a little soft today. Oh, let noticed. me... Uh, I don't know yet, but I'll, I'll try and... I'll try it's and getting a little bit better. Yeah. Is this better? 
Yeah. No? Yes? Okay. Yes. Yeah, a little bit. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll try and talk louder and see if I can find something while you guys are talking. You are the engineer, man. So if you, anybody can figure it out, you would definitely be able to pull it off. I don't know about that. Are you but... using earbuds? Yes. Okay. Um, maybe your little button on the microphone. Um, that's. Oh, like if the if, do the earbuds have the wire? Yeah. Because sometimes you know, they have like a volume do... control right on the. No. Right on the earbuds. No. That's it. the microphone is is its own thing plugged into the side and. Gotcha. Makes uh, sense. I'll, I'll see what mm. I can find, though. Huh. We'll wing it. Okay. I'll we'll try and not it. talk too much anyway. Oh, no. I know. No, no, no. <laughs> Although, sooner or later, we're going to have to wind up all in the same room again, because I think that's... I, I miss you guys too much for that. Yeah. Same. All right. So, I tell you what. Um, let's take a couple, a couple second break or a couple minute break here and Dan can throw something cool in the middle. And then when we come back, grab a, talk, grab a bu bucket of popcorn and grab a quick bucket oh. of popcorn and let's talk about explosions <laughs> and other neat stuff. No, I didn't get popcorn the other night. Um, wow. Yeah, you're right. See, yeah. here's the thing is you have a, you have a deep seated love of popcorn that I don't share. I mean, I'll eat it if it's there, but I don't go out of my way for it. Like you do. Mm. Um, and so I wasn't thinking about it unless you had, if you had said something, I would have been like, Oh yeah, no problem. And then I would have been able to whip up something for you. That's okay. I was still full from the Arby's and the French fries. So. Yeah. So, but, uh, but no, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta advocate for yourself. If you're missing something, you gotta say something. Cause I, I, I can't think of everything. I'm not that smart. So, all right. Anyway, break time. I will find you, and I will kill you. Get to the chopper! You're gonna need a bigger boat. The Royale with Oh, what's in the box? Are you not entertained? Keep the change, you filthy animal. Here's Johnny. Show me the money! Get away from her, you bitch! I'll be back. Houston, we have a problem. God, I'm walking here! I'm walking here! You can't handle the truth! I am your father. It's alive! It's alive! Clever girl. Wax on, wax off. This is Sparta! Why so serious? You're out of order! You're out of order! Swing! Swing! Snakes. Why did it have to be snakes? Bond. James Bond. I see dead people. They're here. We are going to die! Nobody puts baby in a corner. You're a wizard, Harry. Go ahead. Make my day. I wish I knew how to quit you. That's not a knife. 
has a knife. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. Never tell me the odds. You lose! Good day, sir! Good morning, Vietnam! Roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off! Father to a murdered son, husband to a murdered wife, and I will have my vengeance. Yo, Adrian! I did it! looking at you, kid. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! phone home. I drink your milkshake! You are tearing me apart, Lisa! To infinity and beyond! Dodge this. I am Iron Man. I love you. No. I swear to God. Swear to me! I'm too old for this shit. I'm funny how? I mean, funny like I'm a clown, I amuse you. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all! Yeah, baby! <laughs> so fetch. What is fetch? You make me want to be a better man. No, you're not putting those in my butt. <laughs> just keep swimming, just keep swimming. You complete me. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. Life was like a box of chocolates. All right, so we're back, and hear. and as I said at the very top of the show during the, the little teaser thing, uh, these might not be Oscar winners, and if they do, it's typically for visual effects, for uh, some sort of special effects or stunt work or things like that. They're not necessarily going to be Oscar-worthy for their story. Uh, and these are what have been affectionately called the popcorn movies, the movies where you check your brain at the door, grab a bag of popcorn, you, you get your seat and you just enjoy the movie. Don't try to think too hard because you're only going to make yourself, you know, more anxious. Uh, so movies, we're going to talk about a, a wide variety of them, but, and we may touch on the follow, but movies like Independence Day, right? Jurassic Park, the original, uh, you know, Rocky Horror Picture Show is a popcorn movie because please, dear God, don't try to think too far into it. Um, you know, <laughs> You're, we're not talking about the Bridges of Madison County. We're not talking about Gandhi. We're not going to be talking about um, you know Schindler, Schindler's List. Uh, we're going to be talking about things that have uh, crashes, explosions, laughs, stupid humor, things things that where you got random stuff blowing up when they shouldn't. You know, uh, people falling for your entertainment. You know, the, the the popcorn movie. And we've 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 found lists, and we have our own lists. And Tanya and I the other night we watched Ready Player One. Which we're going to oh, talk about. Excellent movie. Yeah. Oh, it was a fun, fun. It's movie. so funny. I just started reading the book, and I've been trying to get started on reading the book, but this week was very distracting, so I did not have the mental focus for it. Um, but but Anne and uh, Tanya are going to be doing their first official book club in about a week. Or so mm -hmm. right, it's coming up yes. in a week, and the first book you guys are covering <laughs> is Ready Player One, which is why it was foremost on our mind. So oh, I'll, I'll have to check out the book club since I'm also reading the book. 
There you go. Yeah, nice. I'll send That's you a really Zoom cool. link, Billy. Excellent. Thank you. Nice. Um, when when is the book club again? Remind me of that one, Ton. Next Wednesday. Okay. Uh, so one week from today, the from week for the day that this is being released. Mm-hmm. It's up. It's the uh, 29th. Okay. I think so. Yes, the 29th. Wednesday. And you're going to be doing it via Zoom. Correct. Nice. That'll be fun. Well, I hope to have a chance to join you guys. I'll send you the Zoom link also. Wonderful. Doesn't matter where you are. You can, <laughs> in the book, you can still talk about it. There you go. Um, so when we when we talk about popcorn, popcorn movies, Billy, yes, you're I'll- like our, our, our movie and music like encyclopedia. Yeah, I um, try. What, and it's just and succeed. Uh, so when you hear popcorn movie, what's one of the first ones you think about? The first ones I think about uh, are Jurassic Park. You mentioned that the July of '89 when Batman came out. Nothing oh, could have he, made me happier. Yeah. What a pleasant surprise that movie was. People mm-hmm. were like really nervous. I mean, Jack Nicholson being in it made gave it a sense of legitimacy, but nobody had ever seen Michael Keaton really do something dramatic. You know, or or action. Who would think Michael Keaton is an action star? Yeah, he right? was Mr. Mom. Exactly. Time. You know, and, and all the comedic performances he's done over the years. So that was like a huge kind of like, we're not sure what's going to happen here. But we all left the theater like, wow, that was amazing. So that's cool. I, another one that I immediately thought of, and you mentioned it on a social media post earlier this week. The greatest Christmas movie of all time. <laughs> Die, Die Hard. Hard. Die Hard. Oh, yeah. I love Die Hard. I mean, there's a lot of people in it, but it's a two-man show with Alan Rickman and Bruce Willis. Oh, it is. No, and Re- it- Reginald Van- Vel Johnson or Van Johnson, whatever his name is, mm-hmm. is uh, he's an excellent small part of it, but Bruce Willis and and um, uh, Alan, Rickman Alan Rickman as Hans Gruber. Just steal the show, and it's an amazing movie. And My buddy Andy says all the time, it's not Christmas until you see Hans Gruber drop from the Nakatomi Plaza. Exactly. <laughs> it's like, no. yeah, I, would think it, it, I think it almost should be a, like a New Year's movie in that regard, because the ball drops, Hans Gruber drops. It's the same thing, you know? It's, yeah. You should time it out so Hans drops from the Nakatomi Plaza just as the clock strikes midnight. You know, I'm sure there's someone that... Tanya, can you, can you check your, your, your breathing into your mic a lot? I'm sorry, I'm breathing. No, it's really heavy breathing in the mic. It, we, yeah. we're, we're figuring out our tech today, apparently. We, we yeah. were solving some problems, but finding new ones in the process. <laughs> right, um, it's really, really loud. Here, I, I do want to start investing in like the actual studio mics with the, the, the mesh covers and things like that. Oh, I can't talk loud enough. Now I'm breathing too loud. <laughs> and I'm you're talking too loud. But... Yeah. I, I'm you're, trying you're, not to. You're, you're breathing in my great. ear. <laughs> No. Oh, you, you, you need to stop that for other reasons. <laughs> I'm sorry. We're not I, talking no. about those kind of movies. Yeah. Mm. Um, no, sweet. Don't worry. Don't worry about it. it it's it. Um, we'll figure it all out as we go. And yeah, and um, but just of, lot of a, yeah. But we're uh, just like there. I said, we're figuring. What's that? I moved the microphone down, like underneath my chin. There oh, you that's go. Good. That does sound yeah. a little bit better. Yeah. yeah. Yes. We're, and I'll yeah. stop breathing. No, don't do that. <laughs> We like you better breathing. But, uh, yeah. Monkey business, finding its way through the, the, the cacophony of, of technology every day. <laughs> it's an adventure. It always is an adventure. It's it a popcorn podcast. 
So, um, all right. So we were talking about Die Hard um, and Jurassic Park, and you did mention. Um, did you mention Batman. another movie? Batman. Batman. And Batman. 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 Tanya, what are some of the? I mean, when when we found that one website, you said my favorite popcorn movie is the picture right in the middle of the collage. Right in the middle. Which one it's is that? Top Gun. Top Gun, because you feel the need, the need, the need for. for- for Tom Cruise and <laughs> and you know and I'm not like uh, I'm I like Tom Cruise but um, it's like I I liked Iceman Val Kilmer instead in that movie mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the beach volleyball scene we but, we all unfortunately have been denied the ability to see the the finally the sequel has been produced and was going to be released oh. this summer uh, but then the pandemic had different ideas so hopefully that comes to us in one way shape or form so we can see it soon. Oh no, that that's what's disappointing yeah. about this pandemic. It's like all the movies that were pushed back. Right. And pushed mm-hmm. back and pushed back. Yeah. You know, Black Widow and all those stuff. I mean, you know, that that even reminds me. I mean, the the Marvel movies are, are in essence popcorn movies, right? Oh sure. Yeah, they oh. landed on this list. Would would we consider Star Wars in that same vein? Yes. I okay. think so, sure. It's it's basically an homage to the uh uh, movies of the 30s and 40s that the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Um, what are some other good series? Star Trek kind of goes between popcorn movie and thinky, thinky, deep sci-fi movie, I've noticed. Yeah. Although the recent, the J.J. Verse movies are definitely popcorn films. Yeah. Oh, I remember when the first one came out, Star Trek, the motion picture. Being the motionless very picture, good. as Wayne yeah, likes exactly. to say. I was just about to say that. That one <laughs> disappointed me. That was what, the Christmas of 79? 78, 79. Yeah. Yeah. So. And it, it tried too hard to be a franchise version of 2001 A Space Odyssey. Exactly. You know? It was it was long and it, it arduous. Didn't have, it didn't have a good phaser fight or anything in it. No, it didn't. Not, I mean, and, was, not that the original TV show often did, but mm-hmm. there was usually something in that hour. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, they did launch a couple torpedoes, but that was about it. Yeah, or you know, Captain Kirk got in a, a fight with a Gorn or something. Right. I <clears throat> see so you got your shirt off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about you, Daniel San? What comes uh, to mind when you hear popcorn movie? I was looking just through the list just because um, I haven't really given it much thought. You know, like mm-hmm. Galaxy Quest and the Wayne's World movies and Oh Wayne's World, that's a great one. Yeah, those um, are those are fun. You you never look at Bohemian Rhapsody the same after that. Oh, nope. definitely not. As a matter of fact, that's I think that's what made Mike Myers' cameo in Bohemian Rhapsody the movie that much more fun because at one point he goes, "You don't see anybody headbanging to this damn song," and it's <laughs> it's funny that you have the guy who played Wayne yeah. <laughs> headbanging <laughs> headbanging to that very song. <laughs> so that's a funny little Easter egg I hadn't thought of. Yeah, yeah, I know. I didn't think, didn't think about that either. The, the Back to the Future movies. Okay. That's good. What? Okay, so other than just the, uh, for lack of a better way of describing it, the mindless quality, Tanya, what makes a popcorn movie a a, po- a popcorn movie? What is there a sp- specific set of qualifications? Do you think it has to have? It has to be a movie. I have to go to it, and I have to buy popcorn. Okay. <laughs> All right. So then, by that, then then by that, um, Schindler's List is a popcorn movie for you. Okay, so if we're going back to this, um, 
uh, uh, if we do popcorn, if we were talking about popcorn movies, um, I did it as movies that um, it doesn't matter where it is in the movie. If you're flipping through the channels, uh-huh. you would stop and watch it. Like, um, which I've often said about Fifth Element. Right. Oh, and and right. that doesn't matter. Like you absolutely know where it is. Um, mm-hmm. The ones that you can watch over and over again and you won't necessarily get tired of it. Uh, that type of stuff that you just watch it for entertainment value because it's fun for you. See, and, 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 and one thing, even though it, it can be, you know, as you put it, brainless or just fun or whatever, there still has to be a level of quality to it. It can't mm-hmm. be a piece of crap. True. Right. Because, you know, like Beverly Hills Ninja with Chris Farley, I walked out of it before I could eat my popcorn. <laughs> uh, so I, I think it still has to have a level of of uh, quality writing or acting or just a, a gener- generally good performances. And, okay. I think it, and I think it also has to have something that you enjoy part of it. Like, like yeah, I've seen Schindler's List, but... I hear myself. You hear yourself? Yeah, there's a lot of echo feedback for me. Um, Hmm. But, like, Schindler's List is, like, a history type thing. That's not, I mean, I've seen it, but it's not, like, my style. So, -hmm. therefore, it wouldn't be one that I would go back and rewatch. But I will rewatch Armageddon. I will rewatch Independence Day. I will rewatch Raiders of the Lost Ark because they happen to be going through the... Tyler happened to be um, flipping through the channels yesterday to get to the golf channel. Mm-hmm. And I happened to be standing in the living room and just a quick thing. I saw Raiders of the Lost Ark as one of the headings. And then he kept going and I mm-hmm. walked outside. I'm like, did I see Raiders of the Lost Ark? And then <laughs> and two seconds later, I was um, had my feet in the pool. And then Tyler came out to the sunroom. He goes, yeah, mom, it's on 241 or whatever. Mm-hmm. He's like Raiders of the Lost Ark. I mean, that would be one that I would go back and rewatch. Um, Oh, as I said, like Armageddon is definitely one. Mm-hmm. Top Gun, um, Dirty Dancing, just because whatever. It's not um, Grease is one I'll rewatch. Grease just is a great one. Probably one of the and ultimate classic. Uh, that I'll just movies, yeah. start singing along to. So I think part of the popcorn aspect of it is got to be something that you enjoy. Okay. Does it have to be a hit? No. No, I don't think so. I think it helps. Yeah, I mean, it helps because it gives you a, a, a broader uh, accessibility to other people who like it, I suppose, mm-hmm. right? But and it, uh, I don't think it has to be a hit. It can just it has to be important to you, really. Right. Because right. one I really enjoyed and just made me super happy, and I think it was sort of a hit, but people mm-hmm. don't think about it, is Pacific Rim. If you've got oh, yeah. monsters fighting robots... That's a popcorn movie. That's it. I mean, that's like the that's the perfect definition of it right there. You know, it's just the whole premise is giant robots beating on actual giant monsters. It's it's like it's like a, a Godzilla fan's, you know, best dream. Now, I had asked my um because knowing that this podcast was coming up, I asked my coworkers on Friday when we were waiting for students to jump onto our video. I said, if I said popcorn movie one that you could watch over and over again. Doesn't matter where it is. My one coworker immediately said Princess Bride. 
Oh yeah. yeah. I was yeah. planning. I had that in the back of my mind. I wanted to bring that up, yep. which we've, we've done podcasts. We've done movie nights. <laughs> we've made references to it. Dan recently watched the, 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 the yeah. quote unquote fan made version, shot the, for the, shot version. The, the at home version. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. yeah. The at home version, um, which I've seen bits and pieces of and what I've seen. Pretty is cool. pretty it, was, it was just a pretty amazing how they put it all together. All yeah. Like, the number of people that were involved in that was pretty incredible. So, yeah. So he had that one. He had the last samurai. Tom Cruise's Last Samurai? Yes. Yeah, that oh. was a good movie. I remember he that. Had, That's had, a little bit, I don't know if I would call that pure popcorn because it, it it had some kind of some drama aspects to it, some thinky thinky philosophy parts to it. But there was there was some action going on in there. Put it this way, he shows it in his global studies class every uh-huh. year. <laughs> he shows parts of it. Hmm. It's got um, some, I mean it has some cultural accuracy to it. I mean it really did kind of do go out of its way to try and show that that ancient Japanese or not ancient, but you know, uh, historical, historical. Thank you. That was the word I'm looking for and couldn't find. <laughs> and uh, his last one was inception. Ooh, see inception. See, that one looks like it'll break. I'm, I've been afraid to watch that. Yeah. Inception. I would, I, it may be Brad Pitt, right? Yeah, no, Brad Pitt. No, it's got uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Was, I, oh, I DiCaprio. Was, yeah. Yep. DiCaprio. Ellen page is in that mm-hmm. one. Um, uh, oh and it's, there's God. Nolan, Christopher Nolan, right? Christopher Nolan. Who, who was the guy who played Bane in uh, oh, in the? Ba- oh, Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Thank you. I was having a hard time because I could see his face, but I couldn't see his name or couldn't hear his name in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in it. There was a bunch of really good character actors and leading actors in Inception. And Inception's a, is a real mind job when you let it be. So I, I don't know how popcorn. I mean, if it's a popcorn movie, it's like on that. It's on that cusp of transforming into a more in-depth kind of movie that you would normally associate with like Wayne's World and Porky's. It's right? on your uh, Cleveland.com list that is you're it really? looking at. What, what number is it ranked at? 33. Really? So it's up there in the rating. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would agree with that one personally, but that's me. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure I do either. And it's funny, the list I'm looking at, 26 and 27 are perfect, and I forgot about them. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 27 on the list of 50 or whatever, Speed. Mm-hmm. With Keanu okay. and Sandra Bullock. That's on this one. Movie. That, that was so much fun. I enjoyed that so yeah. much. Uh, Dennis Hopper was just great in that movie. Yeah. But just if the bus goes under 55, everybody dies. Yep. That's all you need mm-hmm. to know. And- they jump the bus. Uh-huh. <laughs> when you have a stunt like that, you know that you're not going to be taking this movie seriously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and number 26 on my list, big. Mm-hmm. That's a great movie. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Amazing. That's number twenty six on this list too. Dan, Dan and I went to see Big. I remember seeing oh. Big in the theater yeah, with Dan. Cleveland.com. It's funny you say that. And yeah. and then when we were when we were leaving the theater, I remember Dan holding holding his hands up to his mouth, going, "How else would you eat those little tiny cam- covered in the cobs? <laughs> 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 How else would you do that?" <laughs> that is my favorite scene for that movie. <laughs> Uh, I am looking at that Cleveland list now. Number seventy-five, Wanted, with uh, with Angelina Jolie and about the assassins. That's mm-hmm. that's a thing. War of the Worlds, uh, the Tom Cruise version. That's a good movie. Yeah, that was I a liked. real good movie. Oh, it looks like the Harry Potter series is on this. Yeah, that would make sense. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um, up, great movie. Many of the Pixar oh. movies. Yeah. Hey guys, I'll be right back. I gotta go get something for Susan. I'll be All back right, in seconds. We'll vamp. 
I can vamp like a mother. It's all good, yo. Wally, great freaking movie. Wally's that. number sixty on that Cleveland list. Oh, I love that movie so much. War games. There you go. Oh. Would you like to play a game? Game. Speaking of games, Dan, you're not off the hook. One of these days, I'm going to put that freaking D and D one shot together, and you're playing. Oh, Just saying. Yeah. That. He keeps he keeps hoping, hoping I forget. Yeah. I keep, on, I keep on forgetting. Let me put it that way. Well, I'm not worried about you, and I know that uh, that Jason Gwynn's very excited to, to to be a part of it. It's just getting the other people who volunteered to play to like take it a little more seriously, so we can get everybody together and make it happen. Mm. <laughs> it's, it's like yeah. oh, we'll figure it out one of these days. Okay, I'm back. Sorry. About Hello, that. we missed you. No. Uh, there's something about Mary as at 54. That's yeah. Oh, jeez. I forgot about that movie. Uh-huh. You know, they had The Mummy Returns on here, but I think The Mummy was... The Mummy is a great freaking movie. They should have stopped at The Mummy. The Mummy was just a, it was a perfect kind of serial quality action comedy movie, you know? Hey, O'Connell! <laughs> I've got all the camels! Hey, Benny, you're on the wrong side, side of the river! The river. <laughs> <laughs> If that doesn't come up with a Monty Python uh, quote in our gaming session at least oh, once a week, uh -huh. it's not a gaming session. Absolutely. Absolutely. See, as I go through this list, wow, are there some good movies that I forgot about. The Fugitive. Oh, I love mm -hmm. Oh, that was a great one. I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. Tommy <laughs> Lee Jones was the only actor on the face of the planet who could deliver that line the way he did. I mean, that was that was perfect for him. It was just a, it was a great movie. Um, another Harrison Ford movie that is on this list: Air Force One. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. That Get was a good movie. Plane. Oh, here's one for the girls: Magic Mike. That's number forty-four on the list. Can I tell you, I haven't seen it. I I'm not surprised. <laughs> Saving Private Ryan is on this list. That seems a little too serious for Yeah, that I don't know. I mean I wouldn't all oh, that popcorn movie. That's a that's a that's not just I mean war movies can be because a lot of war movies are rollicking adventure, look at the heroes beat the Nazis kind of thing, right? I, I love my World War Two, you know, war movies. I, I grew up on them watching the classics, watching John Wayne, watching Patton, watching all of these, you know, great character actors from the forties and fifties, you know, coming out and doing their thing. Um, Saving Private Ryan was was hard. I mean it was a very intense very you know hard hitting very emotional i don't you you don't you feel good at the end but it's not kind of like oh i i, I laughed and I, it's uplifting there there was a positivity to the message at the end uh but it was a respectful one you know it was it was salute the people who who laid down their lives during the course of that conflict to to make the world a better place and it, it wasn't like oh that was awesome yeah and how about when that guy died how about when that guy? yeah i don't i didn't come away from private ryan like that one you know, it had some fun scenes, you know, like Matt Damon, um, his his famous improv telling the story about his brothers uh, in this, uh, you know, having an intervention for the one brother who was apparently having a, a rendezvous with a, a girl who wasn't quite up to their uh, up to their approval. So that and that, that whole scene was improv by Matt Damon. And, and that's a, it's a funny story. And his his laughing at it, 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 it evokes a certain kind of emotion. But I, I, I don't know if I'd call Private Ryan a popcorn movie. See now that I'm, I, I don't see this one on on my list, mm -hmm. but and I'm a little bit older than you guys, but I remember leaving the theater after Rocky Three, mm -hmm. which you know Rocky, the first Rocky is an Academy Award winning movie. Rocky right. Three had Mr. T as the bad guy. Mm -hmm. I it, and it's so much. I I really enjoyed. It. I think I saw it two or three times at the theater, which maybe like you said, repeatability uh -huh. is a factor when it comes to popcorn movies. 
I have never seen Rockies two, three, or five. I did not see either any of those. I saw the first one, and then I saw the one with the Russian with uh, Dolph Lundgren's character. Okay. You know, because that's the great Cold War analogy. You know, that the 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 scrappy American versus the uh, you know the the forged in in steel you know Russian. Um, you know that classic trope of a story. Mm-hmm. Um, I did see the first Creed movie, Good and movie. I have not seen anything since. The the second Rocky two was a little slow for me. It was okay, but mm-hmm. Rocky three is just a fun movie. And is it? Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Like I said, I saw it a bunch of times, and it, just saying it made me want to say, makes me want to see it again. Hmm. I'm gonna have to sit down and watch that movie one of these I, days. I but... don't expect a good movie, but expect, no, I, yeah, you don't. I mean, and make Mr. T a star. Uh huh. <laughs> you know, so before that, he was God. What was he was a, a bouncer or something? Well, wasn't he in eighteen before Rocky? No, eighteen was after Rocky three. Really? Yeah, Mister T. That was the first thing people saw him in was Rocky three. Oh wow, that I'm aware of. That's amazing. I really, I I thought eighteen was out at the same time or just before, which is why. In fact, Hulk Hogan in eighty two. Hulk Hogan has a small part in Rocky three, and uh, that's how they met and wound up. Doing a wrestling thing together. Oh, yeah, because Rocky Three is eighty two and eighteen was eighty three to eighty seven. Interesting. That's inter- that's a, that. See, I never put that together in my head. For some reason, Mr. T was just when he showed up in Rocky Three. I, I know I didn't see the movie, but I saw the trailers, I saw the advertising, and it just struck me that I knew this guy already. You know, it's I, I don't know. Maybe I saw him something before. I don't remember. There was a movie called DC Cab, which strangely enough was written and directed by Joel Schumacher. You know, mm-hmm. now known for the big action movie. Well, now known right. for also having passed away. And he's the one who just recently passed away, didn't yes, he? Yes, yeah. yeah. But DC Cab is just a goofy comedy with mm-hmm. Mr. T and, um, oh, God, what? Charlie Burnett. I forget who's in it now. It was Adam it Baldwin. Was like, thank you. It, it's a uh, sort of a ensemble sitcom of a movie. Gary Bussey. Yeah. yeah. And it's not good, but Mr. T, what, we that was like that one. Yeah. Adventures in Babysitting is another one not on the oh. list that I've watched so many times. I'm, I'm embarrassed. Is that Elizabeth Shue in that one? Yes. 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 That yeah. is, that's great. Nobody gets I, out of here without singing the blues. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite scene. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh, yeah, that, that was such a funny movie, and it, it, it got remade in the last few years, didn't it? Did it? I think so. I haven't seen the remake. It may even be on Disney Plus. I think there's a remake of of uh, of Adventures in Babysitting. Then maybe out, but that's one I'd recommend. That's one people don't normally yeah, a hear TV of movie. That. Yeah. Here's, here's a franchise for you that lines right into the wheelhouse of this discussion. Are you ready? Uh-huh. Number 36 on the Cleveland list, The Fast and the Furious. And I have never seen one of them. I've seen the first six because we, we somehow got our hands on them. And it was just when the seventh was about to come out. And so we, we did a Fast and the Furious marathon. And <laughs> let me tell you, whoever they hired to be the continuity director for that series must have had an aneurysm. Is all I can say, you know, must have just, you know, is probably in therapy on a lot of heavy medications because there's just no way to keep up with it. 
It's just, they don't care. And they unabashedly and shamelessly do not care about what happens from one movie to the next. Now, the later ones start having this kind of like like an underlying story from what I'm told. I have not watched, uh, I think it's like 8, 9, and 10 are out now. Is there a 10th? Hobbs and Shaw is a, a spinoff. Spinoff. Okay. That's the yeah. only one I've seen is Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah. I think there's like an underlying arc in the later movies because they realized what they had at their disposal at that point. I think the first <laughs> it took them that long to figure out. <laughs> well, I think at first they were just slapping together some really cool stunts and some 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 consistent characters, but there really wasn't like a story that bound the characters together. It wasn't like Star Wars where Han, Luke, and Leia have this overwhelming thing that they're trying to tackle. It was these characters and how they kind of interwove between each and and that it was like loosely kind of dealt with but then as it as it progresses and the franchise kicks in they're like oh we better start telling a story just so we have a justification for all of these freaking <laughs> and and the crazier the stunts get the the the, the, the later the movies become so i well, I, know, like I, I, said, I i think it makes it easier to not try and have uh a an underlying thing. I mean, James Bond movies, just from Goldfinger to Live and Let Die to Octopussy to whatever. It's just you want to talk a popcorn franchise. You just yeah, nailed exactly. it on that one. Yeah, yeah. I don't need a, a running story, which I I think may have been happening in the last bunch with Daniel Craig, but I mm-hmm. don't think you need it. I don't know if there was an over. I mean, I haven't seen the last one. Mm-hmm. And I know there's one that's been delayed because of the virus, right? Mm-hmm. So there's going to be the the, I, the last Daniel Craig one is coming out this fall. And then the one before it, I have not seen yet. Um, but the Daniel Craig ones I've seen so far, they, they have kind of had this underlying, it wasn't like an important part of the plot, but it's this subplot that kind of ties them all together. And I thought it was very clever and, you know, spoiler alert. And hey, I, maybe a future podcast, we can talk about just James Bond, the franchise and on the whole. Um but it, 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 they turned it into just another Bond movie into this is Bond's origin story. If you notice that, like, especially at Skyfall, when you have the changing of the M's, uh, you know, along the towards the end of the, the, the story. So, and you see the more traditional uh, M approach, you know, where you, where you have the different character, but the, the office is more familiar to the, the Sean Connery and, and uh, Roger Moore Bond movies, you know, and the, and Money Penny is now introduced fully and things like that. So it's like, oh, wait. Oh, oh, okay, that's cool. <laughs> you know, so it's like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> so, but, um, but yeah, for the most part, it's just like here's here's the misadventure, here's the Bond girl, here's the villain, uh, here are the cool gadgets, here's the snarky remarks from Q, and go. Mm-hmm. You know, and and uh, that that's a good that's a good time way to be had, and it's funny for me it's how how, and, and like I said, I really I, I think we should do a podcast about the Bond movie soon. Because, but I'm gonna I'm gonna leave this particular section of the con- the conversation with this. When I was young and Moonraker first came out. I thought it was the coolest thing ever because, of course, I'm into the space program. I have been since I was little, you know, so there's space shuttles all over the place. There's mm-hmm. space stations and there's people in space. And this is so cool. And Moonraker now, was awesome. all- yeah, it was, at the time, it was one of my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. And I look back at Moonraker now. And I'm like, oh, my God, that was awful. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of movies are like that, though. Yeah. That's the time, especially when they try to get, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah. There's another podcast, movies that we loved when we first saw them. But nowadays, we're like, wait, what were we thinking? I remember the movie Raise the, Raise the Titanic. <laughs> oh my God, yes! 
with uh, <laughs> with uh, local boy Roger Robert Forrester was in yeah, that one. It was based on a Clyde Plessler book. Uh huh. And then and then they found the Titanic, and that was a uh, kind yeah, of some assembly required. <laughs> <laughs> and then they realized, oh, that won't work. Yep. But, yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Did I tell you I have um a kind of a loose connection to Robert Forrester? No. My mom dated him when they were in high school. Oh. Wow. Yeah. They dated very briefly for like, you know, a few months here. And they just like between high school, college era at that, that time frame, uh, they dated very briefly. Uh, she knew then he was, he was, he wanted to be an actor. He was, you know, studying for the stage and uh, he, he moved out of town and they, they parted amicably. And that was that. And, and then my mom met my dad and, you know, history was made at that point. But yeah, I, you know, so it was funny because I, I brought it up one time. I'm like, oh yeah, this guy, this particular movie in this guy and and she's like oh i know robert forrester and i'm like yeah he's been in a lot of things she goes no i know robert forrester and i'm like okay <laughs> she goes, I, well, well not that way <laughs> this was the this was the 40s and 50s where people were a little bit more uh well, yeah. actually 50s because my mom was born in 42 and she's well, gonna kill me for saying that out loud um, so many years ago my parents went to California to celebrate their, I want to say their um, 30th wedding anniversary. Mm-hmm. Um, so um, they were out in Long Beach mm-hmm. um, and they went to Bubba Gump. Oh, nice. Their waiter was Chris Pratt. No. Wow. Yeah. Before he became big. Parks and Rep. Yeah. Or Parks and Rec. Excuse me. Got the wrong Yeah. Wow! But the, they, I, have, I just I just found that out yesterday. That's amazing. We were we were just sitting there talking, and Mom's like, "Yeah, Chris Pratt was our waiter." I'm like, "Look alike." She goes, "No, Chris Pratt." He must have made <laughs> quite the impression for them to remember him. That's what I was yeah. just gonna say. I couldn't tell you who. If I sat at a restaurant this morning, I wouldn't be able to tell you the waiter's name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. So huh. yeah, he must have made quite the impression. It had to have been, well, let's see, they're, they are married 41 years now. So it was, what, 11, 12 years ago? So they caught him just as he was about to hit it. Because yeah. par- how long's Parks and Rec been out? I, I th- or, and they, do, they don't make it anymore, do they? It's, no, it's done. Yeah. And they, they said, oh, waiter, and he said, call me Star-Lord. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh my stars and garters! But yeah, I mean, he went from 2009 to 2015. Uh-huh. Okay, so 2009 was 11 years ago. Aired from April 9th, 2009 to February 24th, 2015. So your parents yeah. met him just as he was about to hit it big. Yeah, I, w- I would wonder if if they met him and he was like getting ready to audition or start the it first rehearsals be. for Parks and Rec. That very well could be because at the time they like. Um, actors when they, because my mom said he was just getting started <coughs> and he had, had a uh, job or he had to have another job in order because he was just getting started in the business. Right. So. right. And what a start he made. Yeah. <laughs> so now I heard we a have comment. to aim at getting uh, Chris Pratt for FC3 so we can have him out his days. <laughs> we can have a reenactment. Being a waiter at uh, Bubba Gump. <laughs> <laughs> we can do a reenactment of the time he met your parents. Yeah, yeah no kidding. <laughs> That's no kidding. Um, and that reminds me of an anecdote. I was listening to a podcast. Um, the 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 
uh, Scrubs podcast with Zach Braff and his, mm-hmm. uh, oh God, his co-star, his buddy, Donald Day. Uh, oh my God, oh, I can't think yeah, of his name. I'm oh so, I feel terrible now. I, lo- I love that show. I love Scrubs. But, but Zach's like, you know, California is the only place where you can see a movie and then go out for dessert after that movie and be served coffee and dessert by the, the, the lead of that movie. <laughs> Oh, we just yeah. saw your movie. It was great. Thank you. Let me tell you about our specials. Donald Faison, whatever. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. Prior to yeah. that, he was in The yeah. OC. Uh huh. Everwood, their TV series. Okay. Um, and then just some other things. I have not a clue what it is. Uh-huh. Uh, Does a popcorn movie have to be accessible to what? we call regular people, I guess. Because I was thinking about Tarantino. The other night I rewatched Pulp Fiction for literally, I've maybe seen it 10 times. Mm-hmm. But it's a movie that Susan hasn't enjoyed. And I know other people who don't enjoy Pulp Fiction because mm-hmm. I don't consider it accessible in some ways. I think you bring up a great point. And... The accessibility factor, uh, I don't know if it detracts from the qualification. Like I would call, you know, Pulp Fiction, Reservoir Dogs, um, you know, Dusk to Dawn, all those other yeah. Tarantino movies. Mm-hmm. I would consider those a, a genre or a, a, a subtype of popcorn movie. But you're right. They're not everybody's cup of tea. Because but- it, it makes me laugh. And then there's things that where I can imagine people going, what are you laughing at? The guy mm-hmm. just had his head shot off. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. it's funny. Well, how about that scene from Reservoir Dogs where um, Mazin's character, he cuts the ear off and then yep. he starts talking to it. Yeah. You know, it's like, wait, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. macabre, right? But it's it's dark funny. It's dark humor. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but again, does that disqualify it from being, I th- like I said, I think I would call it like a, a, a subgenre or a sub class of it but it's is it a popcorn movie sure is it for everybody no i mean there are folks who who thought the lethal weapon movies were were awful you know but then there's me who freaking loved all of them you know Mm -hmm. and uh, in the fast and the furious movies we just talked about them they're not everybody's cup of tea they you know the story gets a little weird and you know okay more car tricks car tricks car tricks okay fine whatever you know but then there's folks who are like they live for the antics of this particular crew you know, so it's it, it. I think we need to acknowledge the fact that just because we might not personally see it as qualifying for that, doesn't necessarily make it not that thing. Does that make sense? Was that? I don't know. It might not be your popcorn movie, but it's somebody's popcorn. Movie. Exactly. The popcorn. The, you know, may not be Orville Redenbacher, but you know, it's going to be. It's there. <laughs> it's family dollar popcorn. There you have it. It's not movie theater popcorn, but it's you can put it in the microwave and you'll you'll be okay. So just get the kettle corn shaker, you know, it's all good. There you go. Yeah. Well, that's cool. And I want to hear you, dear listener, tell us what your favorite popcorn movies were. Which ones did we not talk about? Uh, Which ones would we, should we talk about more? Uh, Or is there a movie that we may not have even thought of that uh, you would like to share with us? So add those comments to the thread. Send us a message on Facebook. Send us a message on Twitter. Follow us on Instagram. Follow, never mind. Um, That's later. And be a a part of the conversation. You know, we want to hear from you because a lot of the topics that we cover come from you. Uh, And uh, so so be part of the conversation and and enjoy it. Uh, Make your movies. What's that? The Matrix movies. The Matrix movies. Absolutely. And they're making a new one. I, I heard that. There's there's actually shots of, of Keanu Reeves and um, 
again, I can't, I'm having a terrible thinking other people's names today. Um, yeah. Morris, Carrie, um, Carrie Morris. Carrie Moss. Carrie uh, no, Moss. Carrie Moss. Moss. Thank yes. you. Who plays Trinity. Carrie Moss. I am having a rough time with names today. <laughs> um, and, you know, they, there's a picture of them on set you know, filming a scene for the Matrix. Yeah. So there is a new Matrix underway. And so we will be seeing Neo and Trinity again. Uh, that is exciting. I'm looking forward to that. Um, so, yeah, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about events. And then we'll have a question of the week. <laughs> That little pig. That'll do. Before time began, there was the cube. Tonight, we died in hell! Boy, that escalated quickly. They may take our lives, but they'll never take our freedom! <laughs> Better alive, you're coming with me. But why male models? I want to play a game. Does he look like a bitch? You can be my wingman anytime. You talking to me? You are terminated. It is time for me to resign. There can be only one. Chewing. We're home. I'll have what she's having. I got a bad feeling about this. Yippee-ki-yay, mother Do I feel lucky? Well, do you, punk? Come with me if you want to live. But what I do have are a very particular set of skills. Skills I've acquired over a very long career. Remember, remember the 5th of November. Time to die. I'm sorry, Wilson! Wilson, I'm sorry! And do you accept this man's resignation? Start? I don't feel so good. Oh, what a day! What a lovely day! And we give it back to you. The people. we've got here is failure to communicate. I am not an animal! I am a human being! What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Um, when we were when we were on break, Tanya, you brought up a great point. Our buddy Jason Ferguson made a post how much he misses the movie theater. Dear movie uh, theaters, I miss you. Seriously, and that's a thing. We all we all feel the same way because I think the best part about the movies is, I mean, yeah, you can enjoy the experience, you can enjoy the you know the story and the explosions, the effects, the acting, the, the you know the music, whatever the case may be, whatever is your favorite part of it. Um, but it's the social aspect. It's being in the room with 
like-minded people. With like-minded people. Like, I don't often get a chance to do that these days, but I go, on, on the rarest of occasions, I get to go to opening night for a blockbuster. And, and I was there in the theater for Endgame mm-hmm. on opening mm-hmm. night. And towards the end, oh, spoilers, uh, towards the end when, all, <laughs> when everybody comes out of the portals to, to back up Cap, that whole, with the music is rising and people are coming in out of nowhere, the room was going absolutely bonkers. And you feel that. You get swept up in that. That that scene is so much more powerful for me because I remember the absolute screaming and cheering of everybody around me. When he, when a few scenes before that, when he gets the hammer, you know, Thor's mm-hmm. about to get his ass kicked by Thanos. And all of a sudden the hammer goes flinging by and lands in Cap's hand. The crowd went bonkers. Absolutely apeshit. They blew the freaking roof off. The people were screaming so loud. I missed that feeling. That mm-hmm. that aspect of it is really what what what, what miss, I miss the most about the movie theater. So I mean, not not the twenty dollar hot dog, mind you, but you know, <laughs> or, or the fifty dollar gallon of uh, of medium popcorn. So mm, popcorn. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's the shared experience. I think is what makes a popcorn movie that much more interesting too. So it's 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 one thing to sit at your house, you know, I have a fifty inch you know flat screen TV and be like, oh, this is a great movie. I'm going to talk to my friends about it later. But to have experienced it with like three hundred people is just that's that's the that's and, and plus, plus in the theater, you're there's no there's no other distractions really besides other people, you know, using yeah. the phone or something. But you're you're there for one purpose. At a home, you can easily get distracted. Mm-hmm. So it's just having the focus there, you know, in the theater. You're just there. You're there for a specific purpose. You're really watching that movie. Much mm-hmm. harder than you do at home, probably. So, yeah, yeah, you're into it more. Mm-hmm. So that's a thing. Um, so let's talk events. Let's talk events. We don't have much coming up because the schedule's been kind of dry. Uh, yeah. We did. We've we've talked about it on Nerd World News, Comic Chicks. We've made a couple of announcements about it. I think we even talked about it last week on the podcast. But just as a reminder, uh, we have effectively left 2020 for the 2020 show. Uh, so the fifth. FC3 is going to be delayed uh, unto the last weekend of April of 2021. So 24th and 25th, if I remember correctly. Yes. Yes. Okay. So, you know, so we're going to, we're going to, I think what I'd like to do is name it FC36, the search for FC35. <laughs> That's funny. Right. I think if we roll with that, we can have some fun with that along the way. Um, and and along the way, Dan and Ann and Tanya and, and Brian have all come up with great ideas. I know I've tried to contribute a few clarifying ideas we are not going to be idle and quiet you know Anne and tanya have come up with their book club through zoom so that's going to be one thing we're going to be doing um we're looking into the feasibility of doing panels in the park which i thought would be a great idea where we get together like at highland park in the highland bowl and and we can sit you know get people socially distancing being careful um but getting you know a few of us talking about our favorite things we can do a star trek panel we can do a doctor who panel maybe we can do a comic book panel and we can get somebody from the local you know groups to come. there are things right. we want to do to continue bringing you something other than just nerd world news fc3 monkey business and and the the now legendary comic chicks you guys have been recognized more out and about than i have and that's amazing that's awesome and there's a lot of people that know you yes they're not necessarily recognizing me they're recognizing ann and then asking if i'm with her well you know it was funny (laughs) Uh, tanya came over to watch um ready player one friday night 
you know, because we wanted, which we never really got a chance to talk much about today, which is funny, but we, we get to have a popcorn movie together. That was fun. Um, but we, we went to Arby's over on Ridge Road and the line at the drive-thru was so astronomical. We pulled in, threw on our masks and went into the restaurant to, uh, to just order and get out quicker. And it proved to be a great idea because the car we were in front of in line at the drive-thru was just ordering when we walked out. <laughs> okay. Good, good plan then. Yeah. 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 So, but while we were in there, one of the employees of the Arby's, this kid, Tommy, recognized me. He's, and I had a mask on and my hair is so long that I have part of it in a ponytail <laughs> these days. So it's, not, it's, I'm, it's kind of an incognito for me, right? <laughs> but, he, but he looks at me, he's like, wait. He goes, hey, you're Chris. And I'm like, hi, yeah. <laughs> I was a little thrown off at first. But then I recognized him through the mask and we, chat, we chatted for a little bit. And I'm like, well, then you're, if you recognize me, you'll recognize her. And he turned around, he saw Tani and he lit up. He's like, oh my God, it's you too. <laughs> it was so cute to see that. It was like, it was like my heroes are in my room. This is amazing. Turning into local celebrities here. But that was so fun. It was so, and it was, I think that's the part about the convention that I miss the most is connecting face to face with the people who just love the same stuff we love, right? That's why I want to, that's why I really want to have something in person, even if it's Mm -hmm. spread out in a park, in a park where we can spread, people can spread out and have their distance and, but we can still do some sort of a panel or something, you know, know, I really want to push that for September to really do something there. You know, back when she was our, our events coordinator, uh, Sarah, she was amazing as our events coordinator, just a great human being too. Um, She'd come up with a couple of really good ideas. I won't share all of our trade secrets, but she came up with some good ideas. And I think there's some things that we can work on too. So like Dan has said, you know, like Tanya and Ann have talked about, Brian's talked about, we've all talked about, um, we want to find ways to keep bringing you that experience, touching base and, and connecting with you guys so that we can all- But not touching. But not touching, you know, social distancing, you know, as long as it's mm-hmm. uh, still necessary, you know, so. By the way, we always have something up our sleeve. Just speaking of the social distancing thing, and I, I was watching the uh, Mets and Yankees do uh, exhibition baseball last night because uh, because the season starts later this week, right? And uh, did just a bunch of teams have cutouts in the seats behind home plate, so it looks like people are there. Oh Except yeah, I've seen that. Funny. Yeah, I have seen that. Have a cutout of you. <laughs> That's how they do it, and the money goes to charity. Oh, that's, that's how they great. get the cutouts is people send them pictures. And I think the Mets are charging $86. The I, I looked this up. The Dodgers are charging 200 bucks. Holy oh cow. Goodness. And down to, I think it's the Mariners that are charging 30 bucks. Mm. And you can uh, send them a picture and they'll make a cutout of you and put it in the seat behind home plate. And during the game, they'll like scan the, the cutouts and show <laughs> all the different cutouts in the stadium. Just to get your picture. Get your picture on the TV there. Yeah, right? which is a fun. That's a fun Donate idea. Charity and and make it look like you know, give the the game a backdrop, I guess, behind the catcher and umpire. Now here's here's the inception idea. Now, what if your picture is you holding a sign, holding a picture of you? That's funny. <laughs> Susan See? and I were talking about putting, uh, sending them pictures of our cats, so our cats could be behind. <laughs> home plate. I would love to see Daniel behind home plate. That would be amazing. Oh jeez! So. Oh my then god! Then I read, read that if one team was looking at if they could put like cameras in where your pictures you can see the game from the where your oh, your picture funny. was going to be. I think I read something about that. that I don't know if they actually did that, but they were looking to see if they could do that or something. But 
Is that just for one game though? No, like, you can. I, I cut out to be there. But, but I, is that eighty dollars for one game, or is it for a bunch? Oh of no, I think it's for one game. Yeah. Yeah, that's expensive. Yeah, it is. It's expensive for just taking for. If you're not gonna, I mean, that's probably how much you pay to go to a game, right? But yeah, it's actually. <laughs> it, well, depending on the stadium, it can be about that a little cheaper, a little more. But yeah. yeah, yeah, it is. It is pricey. But the money goes to have that pick. Yeah, interesting. But yeah, it's got to be weird for the players, though. I mean, yeah, they're piping in crowd sounds and <laughs> music and all that, but it's still pretty weird. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see how they play mm-hmm. on when they get the TV because. And it's weird when 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 you see a home run hit and it just lands in the stand, the ball's bouncing around instead of having (laughs) a dozen people scramble for the ball. No, yeah, you don't have to worry about the foul balls hitting someone. I need two, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's actually. All of a sudden, you see the the ball knock the head off a cutout. (laughs) (laughs) That almost would be worth it, right there. Can I get the foul line, please? That's classic. Oh boy! <laughs> do you do? You, would you then, if that happened, would you then get your your decapitated cutout with an autograph from the guy who actually hit the ball, saying "Sorry"? Oh, that'd be funny. <laughs> <laughs> and you get a free beer from the concession stand the next time you come to the stadium. <laughs> well, Chris, for five hundred dollars, yes, dear. Red Sox can get a plastic cut. It's a plastic cutout of their image placed in the green monster seats at Fenway. Um, if somebody hits a home run that makes contact with the cutout, mm-hmm. the fan will receive an autographed baseball as one of their prizes. Mm-hmm. Um, it says if anyone who purchased a cutout of themselves to be placed in the seats will automatically receive a personal video message on the right field video board during the games. If the ball hits their cutout, they'll get the autographed two monster seats in 2021 and a custom Red Sox jersey with their name. And that's for how much? That's five hundred bucks. No, no, no. Say it right. And that's how much? It's an alternator. Oh. <laughs> that's called a callback. See, Joss mm-hmm. Whedon is really good at those. Yeah. <laughs> Where you take something from earlier in the episode and you throw it around at the end. <laughs> that makes it funny. It's an anyway. alternate to an alternator. There you go. There you go. Um, so uh, with that said, Dan. It's time for that question oh, okay. of thought, the week. Guys, I thought you were going to go to the music. There was no trust there. There was no trust there. Did you hear that, listener? Seriously. <laughs> James, Elizabeth, I would sit there and scold her for that. She cut right off. She had no idea where I was going, even though she knew where I was going. That's amazing. Anyway. I'm going home. You are home, goofball. Oh, I have to go to Wegmans. <laughs> you can do that in 10 minutes. Okay. Maybe 15. Depends on how good the question is. All right. Number between one and three hundred eighty-one. Oh God, it's gotten bigger. That's, That's what she, she said. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whose turn is it to pick a number? I think it's mine. Go pick a number. Uh, one hundred and ten. One hundred and ten. What's something that will always be in fashion, no matter how much time passes? Oh. Well, hopefully. <laughs> Well, I have a funny answer. Okay. Um, hopefully, underwear. 
it's become debatable in some circles i've noticed yeah, you know, yeah no kidding oh man always be in fashion no matter how much time what will always be in fashion i have i have a legit answer and then i have a uh i have two answers i'm good so go ahead oh hmm how about you, Billy? What do you think is always going to be in fashion? I think blue jeans. That was one of my answers, yep. Blue jeans has that kind of timeless quality. Sneakers have changed looks, but I think just a, a plain generic sneaker also. Mm-hmm. Jeans and sneakers, shoes. yeah. yeah. And, and like a classic t-shirt. Mm-hmm. With Batman like, on it? <laughs> it <laughs> sure. Yeah. Plain or emblazoned with something, you know? Yeah. T-shirts have kind of been, you know, the, the the thing over the years. I know, I know, my collection is not nearly as extensive as yours is, Billy. Mm-hmm. But I have two two dresser drawers full of T-shirts of various shapes, sizes, and types, colors. Today, I have Rorschach on today. Nice. <laughs> I have the child. I have nothing. Mine's just a plain T-shirt, plain gray T-shirt right now. I just so, have a running shirt. T-shirts, jeans, sneakers. Those are timeless, yeah. How about you, daniel son? What do you think is never... You hope that... Wait, what's the question again? How is it structured? What's something that will always be in fashion no matter how much time passes? Okay. So it doesn't have to be clothes, but something that's in fashion, I guess. Yeah. It's uh, a tough one. I'm not. I have no. I have, I have no fashion sense to begin with. So. Oh, you dress better than you think. Stop. Oh, I don't think so. I, I know I don't. So I don't. I don't think it. <laughs> I don't. I dress comfy. I dress whatever yeah. makes me comfy. Yeah. Um. Do Anne and I have to go clothes shopping for you? I think that would be a great episode of something where you take Dan like dress clothes, formal, I mean, not formal, but dress clothes mm-hmm. shopping. That would something, be hilarious. Something a little bit nicer than I usually wear kind of thing. Uh-huh. Like, like the business casual look? Yeah. It's our own version of Queer Eye for the Straight Guy. It's Comic comic Eye for the the The, the, the comic chicks, guy. yeah. Com- <laughs> the comic Eye for the President Guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and when you listen, we, we have been challenged. Oh, <laughs> Hold our fireball. Um, <laughs> ah, I don't know. I mean, it, it look, if you're not looking at like um, clothes fashion, something that um, will always be in fashion no matter what the time, I would say manners. Mm-hmm. Just just manners. I, like, I, I hope they are. Yeah, well, just like there are, thing, yeah. there are circles where they're not, but right. I, I, I mean, hope they are in general. Yeah. And, and like holding the door for somebody, doesn't matter if you're male or female or whatever, mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. you just hold the, the door for the next person mm-hmm. um, or hold it open, that that type of stuff. Or if someone sneezes, yeah. that you say, tight or bless you or however, mm-hmm. just that type of stuff. And, and hopefully that people are kind to each other. See, that's that- it. Nailed it. Yeah. Because the when as soon as he asked the question, the very moment Dan finished asking the question, the first word that popped in my head was kindness. Yeah. And I knew it was it. kind of like that sappy, you know, sappy response. And I knew we were going to talk clothes and stuff like that. But kindness, man, I just I hope it stays in fashion because we've we've been having a tough time of it this year. I, it's yeah. I I don't think it's in fashion now. I agree. It's preferable. It's, it, but it's in I, less fashion than it has been. Yeah. Oh, right. It, it, it's been horrible. It, it has, has been, been horrible in regards right. to everything. 
I was reading a New York Times article early in the week that referred to uh, sort of the social media going through it as doom scrolling. Yeah. Because it's all bad news and people mm-hmm. arguing and mm-hmm. and people just don't have a sense of kindness anymore. I, no. I mean, some obviously, I'm, no, that's an exaggeration. There's plenty of kind people out there, but. There's yes. way less tolerance of other people's opinions or. Oh yeah. It, it, it's, it's just so horrible. Like my son, Tyler, he doesn't usually come out of his room. He's very, mm-hmm. he, he, he's lives in his man, his man cave, the man child that he is. <laughs> and cause he just wants to stay away from everything that's, negative and he's looking at stuff on social media and blah 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 blah. so i go yesterday morning to pick up my mom to have her help me organize the kitchen for an impromptu birthday party for Riker, who turns 12 on tuesday so we get home and tyler comes out of his room it's amazing because he loves his nana um so he comes out of his room doesn't the man child help us clean up the kitchen in the living room nice that is like, and he enjoyed it, and he was running up and down the stairs and helping us and things like that. That was about like eleven, eleven fifteen. He didn't go back to his room until about four o'clock yesterday. Mm-hmm. He was out of his room for like five hours. That that was like the longest time that, and he was being helpful to his brother and like Riker loves Tyler. Tyler tolerates Riker type, but like yesterday. They were all sitting on the couch watching golf, having a grand old time. And I'm just like, it was just heartwarming to, for me to see that particular aspect because of all the negative things that are happening in the world. That, that I was able to get a picture of Tyler and I together for the first time in months because he won't be out of his room long enough for me to do that. Mm-hmm. So. And it's like, that's what the joke was, the elusive man-child or whatever. <laughs> the elusive child was out of his room type thing. And like, I think people forget what he looks like because he's not, he's not out of his room. But yeah, and that, that's, and he was just so kind to everybody and, and carried on a conversation with Deanna and Anne who were over yesterday. And, De- and yesterday was the first time I've seen Deanna since February. Right. So... And it was all, we gave elbows to everybody. But that, that's the thing. And, and Anne and I were talking about that, that we've seen so much negativity that she had posted to her Facebook yesterday. She goes, I don't want to see any negative. She's like, I want to see, I want to hear something that you've done for somebody else or what, what good thing have you done today? What were you productive? What were you this? What were you that mm-hmm. type thing? And, mm-hmm. and that's, we want more of that. So like I said, 15 minutes, of, we had a decent question. Sorry, you know I don't. Like no, no, you don't apologize. That was not a criticism. That was that was an observation. Uh, no, that, but you make it. That's the, the valid point. It's the valid point. Kindness. It, we would like kindness to be in fashion. It's not at the moment. It's it. We are blown away when people show kindness. We and, we we put thousands of likes on pictures and anecdotes and social media of kindness because it has become a special event and not the norm 
right? The norm is people going after each other, even when they are like-minded. It's going after people because, oh, you disagree with me? Therefore, you are so wrong. Let me tell you how terrible you are as a human being because you disagree with me. You know, we're so used to that. Well, that, that's why, well, just think about the John Krasinski's Some Good News pod, you know. Which I think is thing, phenomenal. I've been watching which, it. You know, during the thing there. But that Love was, that, man. I mean, just the fact that that took off, like, the, people want that. Mm-hmm. You know, it was, mm-hmm. it was, and it's just, it's, we need more of that. Exactly. Well, how many days did I offer you my vehicle this past week? All of them. Every day. And, and I appreciated it every day. Um, you know, but. I just, we had, our situation was working and we made it work. And, and by the end of tomorrow, hopefully everything will be over with and it won't be an issue. But you'll have even more, (laughs) but you'll have even more arthritis in your knees and your back from crawling, crawling in and out of that. You know, it's just when, when the time comes and the opportunity arises, I'll, I'll start. I, you know what, this, this entire situation has made me very aware. I mean, I've always been aware of how bad I am at self-care. Right, I've I've mm. always been very dismissive of taking care of myself, mm-hmm. um, but these past couple of weeks alone have put a highlight on it, and I've also kind of uncovered some of the motivation buried that was buried under all of the other stuff, you know. So I could, like, you know, when I had my vacation a couple of weeks ago, I didn't go anywhere. I stayed home and I did a project a day. And if that project took a half an hour, great. If it took 10 minutes, fine. If it took three hours, so be it. But I did a single thing that was on my list of things I wanted to do for my house every day. And at the end of my vacation, there was 13 days of vacation. There was 13 things off the list. I took some pride in that. Mm-hmm. I found in myself a little bit of motivation that I haven't felt in a while. Right? So I want to, I, that's my promise to myself is I want to be better at self-care. I want to start taking care of myself better. So yeah, I mean, I'm going to be 50 in, a, in about a month and a half, two months. Okay. That happens. Happens to everybody somewhere along the line, hopefully, you know, knock on wood. There's some folks who don't quite make it that far, but, and I feel bad for them because they're missing out on all the aches and pains, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, I'm going to be 15 in September, and and uh, and that's not lost on me. So I I will not worry about. It. I'll take things in stride a little bit better, and we'll we'll move on and be fine. Um, so with that, let's just go ahead and wrap a roo at this stage, and uh, and talk amongst yourselves. You know what else should be in fashion? You know, and and you can be practical and materialistic, or you can be philosophical and esoteric. That doesn't bother me at all. We'll be happy to talk to you about it, um, and talk to your other, talk to your friends, talk to others about it, talk to your neighbors about it, and, and get those conversations going. So at this point, Danielson, prepare the music because at this point, I'm going to say, hit it. And that has been FC3 Monkey Business. A product of the Mighty Monkey Corporation, purveyors and producers of the Flower City Comic Con. Coming at you like a spider monkey, April 23rd, or excuse me, 24th and 25th of 2021 at the Total Sports Experience in Gates. Follow us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, follow us wherever we go, and we will lead you to where the entertainment is. You guys have a great week, have a safe week, and we will talk to you again next week. Dun dun. dun. I love that.